People, 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 welcome back to another live episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today some more Napoleon Hill. Man, it is another wonderful Saturday morning. There are so many great things going on, but today I want to talk about problems. And you know what? Labeled in chapter 5, he said, you've got a problem? That's good. And he went on to quote and say, okay, why do you have a problem? Because repeat it. Victories over your problems are the rungs on your ladder of success. With each victory, you grow in wisdom and stature and experience. You become a better, bigger, more successful person each time you meet a problem and and tackle and conquer it with PMA. Stop and think about it for a moment, okay? Do you know of a single instance where any real achievement was made in your life or in the life of any other person in history that was not due to a problem with which the individual was faced? We could look at Elon Musk. His, uh, his space shuttle ended up blowing up with one of Mark Zuckerberg's satellites in it. He ended up, Neil, you know, Neil, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil Armstrong. They kept saying, oh, you know what? You're never going to be able to do this and do that and do this. And you know what? He was just so torn apart because this guy, Neil Armstrong, uh, Armstrong, who apparently landed on the moon. I still don't know about that. But apparently this guy landed on the moon. And you know what? He ended up saying, oh, Elon Musk is this and that. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is basically, you know, the antagonist of the entire company of Tesla. And you can't do this and that. And he ended up proving everybody wrong. See, that was the failure. Can you imagine your own space shuttle just blowing up like the Falcon Heavy that actually took off about, what, about four months ago? That bad boy took off, got off, and you know what? The booster rockets even landed. I think two of the three uh, booster rockets landed in everything. He put a car into space, and now it's floating amongst the universe. See, failure. And it was all, you know what? What if he had given up then? You know, just like Martin Luther King, look at all his failures. How many times? What about Rosa Parks getting thrown off a goddamn bus and arrested? What about the people in Montgomery, Alabama being hosed down and everything? What about the Nelson Mandela who actually had to fight, you know, fight apartheid and all these? Man, we could look at everything and anything that has happened throughout the world. And it hasn't. Success doesn't come unless a massive failure occurs. Okay, so let me give you three of my favorite defeats. Now, of course, I could talk health. But, you know, just like as uh, doing the Spartan race just last month here in Thailand, that had to be the most significant defeat I've ever had. Yes, I did finish, but in a god-awful time, I did not push myself to the limit because I was running with fools that didn't want to push themselves to the limit. So many things had occurred that day to whereas I was so upset with myself and my body that I hurry up and said, you know what, I'm paying $130 a month to go to this gym and bust my ass and build up this body to the beast that needs to become to achieve the beast next month in Malaysia. But you know what? That's all in terms of health. Now let's look. You can actually stop this podcast and make a list of all your greatest defeats and what fo- and basically what followed it. Because something always follows the defeat. My biggest first defeat in Thailand. I went to a job interview. And there were three other Filipinos. And the three Filipinos, of course, they looked at me as a threat because I was the American, although I was the colored child, as Denzel Washington said in the movie Great Debaters. And so we went to this job interview. We're at this school. And uh, the main director of the school is talking to the Filipinos, talking to them, talking to them, and saying, okay, we're going to give you the job, you the job, you the job. And they completely x me out. So it was basically say, they basically said, okay, you, uh, you, uh, you. And you leave. I grabbed my stuff and I walked out of there. 
And you know what? Do you know how dis- de- demoralizing and dehumanizing that is? You know, just like what I was telling, of course, Bree Silly in my podcast yesterday. I said, can you imagine getting an email back after you applied for a job and them asking you, excuse me, do you have a picture? You sending the picture and them never, ever getting in contact with you ever again because you're black. Can you imagine that? Now, these were the defeats that sub man. Of course, all of this together, this was in the beginning, right? And I love telling this story because it's my story. I'm going to embrace this story. And this story has replicated so much success. To whereas yesterday I was actually running down the street and this girl ended up talking to me. Beautiful businesswoman going up to the Sky Train. She ended up talking to me. I don't even know what she was saying because I was running. But she was saying something like, oh, yeah, you can run. Yeah, you know, she was cheering me on. And so I'm like, ah, huh. But the, the thing is, the thing is, I'm not going to say, hey, no, don't smile at me because I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. But the moment someone comes up to me on the train and say, excuse me, are you Arsenio? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. But you know what? Before I get into that, let's go into the next defeat. The illegal Dutchman. Okay. Now, of course, working at this place for so long uh, and I told my boss before that if you let this snake into the company, he's like cancer. And one bad apple spoils the bunch. And so once he got into the doors, it created such an, a, a very negatively emotional, emotionally driven environment. To whereas you could feel the, the negativity in the air. People were scared when he came. This Dutchman. And so I actually thought about it and I'm like... Man, guys, I told you from the beginning that this guy was a nasty human being, and then you let him inside the doors, and next thing you know, it just started getting worse and worse and worse, and you know what? Hey, guess what? I ended up being the uh, the center of the controversy, because apparently I was been pointing, of course, people in my podcast, giving examples, hey, okay, there was a guy named Robert, Robert is in a country that he absolutely hates and demeans all the time, yet he has a girlfriend. Okay, there's another one, he's 70 years old, he has a 35-year-old girlfriend, there it is. That speaks for uh, that speaks for itself. You got this old retiree that ended up becoming a coordinator, who's one of the most despicable human beings ever, and he became a coordinator. And his wife is running and peddling uh, an illegal business. And you got another Dutchman who doesn't want his face shown online because, of course, he's peddling a disgusting illegal business. But no, you know that, that these are the things that I had to go come. You know observe with my own eyes and overcome because the thing is even if a student said oh he's not teaching me writing i end up becoming the worst individual ever and my job gets threatened because of just one stupid ass comment from an ignorant ass child yes i'm gonna call him an ignorant ass child because in that area they are the worst they are they are because you know what here in bangkok i haven't had one complaint since living here the last six months at any job i've been to not one complaint why is that? I don't know. But you know what? These are defeats. And my best defeat is when I actually got fired from that job. And you know what? They took, they gave them three reasons. They said, he runs around the classroom touching the students. I couldn't believe that shit. Like, I'm going to run around touching adults. So she, these are the three reasons why this company called Toshiba fire me. Runs around the classroom touching the students. The students are bored of him teaching. Gets a ride with one of the students. So gets a ride with one of the students, like... What, what, that's completely irrelevant. Two, he drops me off in the front so I could take the bus home. Three, he's a 45-year-old, well, 50-year-old man 
What does that have to do with anything? That's not against your law. It's just insane. And the next thing you know, students were bored of him. I asked every last one of my students, and they said, hell no. And they started protesting, saying, you know what? Why did you get rid of him? And of course, running around the class touching students, I just realized that, okay, I'm at the center of a really nasty, racial, racially driven controversy right now. So guys, these defeats came one after another. But you know what? That first defeat, let's go to, back to the first defeat. You, 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 leave, 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 all that stuff. You know, the Filipinos are being driven away at a job interview. I ended up getting a perfect job. Well, I thought it was a perfect job for me at the time for only about a year or two years. See, that same mentor I had who said, you know what, Arsenio, if you're still at this job, by the time I leave, I'm going to be very upset with you. And you know what? I finally left <laughs> two years later after he actually told me that he would be very, very upset with me um, because he says there was no career with me. I mean, there was no career there for me. So that first defeat, you know, it brought me the job that I ended up staying at for three and a half years. And that illegal Dutchman made me realize that my voice is extremely powerful and I could irk the ignorance of disgusting human beings. <sighs> and then the third one. Okay, when Toshiba ended up firing me, I said, oh my God, what happened? I got a content writer. I did more than seven interviews. I've traveled to, oh my God, I don't know how many countries. Um... I've gotten another big project. I've had, oh, finally I got myself a full-time job. I'm living in a beautiful condo. I'm living in the heart of Bangkok, which I've always done. I always get my workouts in. I'm living a much more healthier lifestyle. I am, um, at the same time, I'm not getting sick anymore because I don't live in a really, uh, what is it, polluted, infested uh, province. I mean, I could go down the list. There are about probably 50 different things in terms of success that has brought that in terms of what success has brought me after that massive failure, when I got the tingling sensation that went down my spine that particular day, that interview, I went home and I said, enough is enough. I'm getting out of here. I moved out of that province within one month. I found a bunch of other jobs probably within the next three months. And then finally in March, I never had to go back there again, although I was just on a visa for one more month, canceled it. And you know what? Since then, I've traveled three on three separate occasions. And now I'm going to get me a full-time with part-time hours. Therefore, I can control my schedule and I can do whatever I want. And I can say whatever I want. This is the power of failure. So Napoleon Hill, he went on to say, he said, everyone has problems. Like I've had problems. Man, we have problems in all different realms. I'm talking about finance, career, this, that. This is because you and everything in the universe are in a constant process of change. Sometimes the universe demands change and puts you into an uncomfortable position to whereas you have to make a decision. See, it's a natural law. What is important to you is that your success or failure to meet the challenges or change are dependent upon your mental attitude. See, you can redirect or direct your thoughts and control your emotions. Thus... Regulate your attitude. You can choose whether your attitude will be positive or negative. You can decide whether you will affect, use, control, or harmonize with the changes in yourself and your environment. You can ordain your destiny when you meet the challenges of change with PMA. You can intelligently solve each problem with which you are confronted. End quote. Everything that I've gone over in the past five years... 
I've had so many different problems that has reaped massive rewards. And that's why every time I have a problem, it could be any kind of problem. I mean, it could be a technological problem. I'm looking at my Blue Yeti microphone, yet I'm not even using it. It's just not even working. Hey, that's not even a problem. I'm just going to shove it aside. Maybe I can get it fixed, or maybe I could just say, ah, to hell with it. I really don't care. Uh, it could be problems in the workplace. I had a problem with the recent last job because they were saying, no, you can't do this, do this. And they, I caught them in about five different lies in one afternoon. And then I said, you know what? I'm, no, I'm not going to take this. And then I had a problem in terms of work. Okay, where's the work? What's going to happen? And finally, I took the initiative and talked to someone and said, hey, you know what? I'm available to teach at this place. Boom, full schedule. Just like that. See, you can, if you confront your problem with PMA rather than NMA, it's all about clearing those cobwebs first and then realizing, okay, what's the absolute worst that could happen? What's the absolute worst that could happen? Just last week, I had a problem. I went to the garbage immigration department, and they said, oh, no, no, that, of course, they always love giving me the runaround and wasting my time. And I said, nope, forget it, fuck you, I'm out. And so I had to hurry up, come home, and book, and with PMA, for the first five minutes, I was angry. I was like, god damn it, these people are this and that, and blah, 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 blah. And I, then I said PMA, and I said, oh, I'm never going to have to come back here and see those ignorant-ass women ever again. Not only that. I'm going to be able to travel to Laos. And you know what? I traveled to Laos and I realized just how beautiful some human beings are, especially the women, both inside and out. And being able to see that and meet people and communicate and ultimately send up, uh, set up some foundations with this new guy who was the manager at this hotel that had given me the best and warmest impression of all time. Oh, my God. Unmatched. It is unmatched, and this is why I am so grateful for everything, because I always know. See, that immigration day, I could have went home, and I could have bitched online about so many different things, but then I said, eh, who cares? I'm never going to see him again. I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back. I'm going to leave one more time. Well, actually, like three more times. Uh, leave one more time to get the new visa, come back, and it's all done. It's all said. It's all finished. There's nothing else to say. I'm going to get everything before, you know, uh, you know, the process is finished. And then off I go to the wondrous Malaysia for my massive trip in, of course, at the end of next month. And then two, three weeks later, I have a four-day weekend, I think, because of a big holiday. And I'm probably going to go to Bali. I don't know. I'm going everywhere, people. There's no stopping me. So the thing is, what I'm trying to say is if you look at every failure, please jot down the success that has followed it. And I would love to hear some of your stories, too. So, ha, huh, there it is, guys. That's this chapter. We got Gary Vee coming up. I got some great stuff coming up, so stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Whoa, over and out.